Welcome to Fast Lane with Sarah Jane, a podcast for women who are on the move, managing life and family. Your host, Sarah Jane, is building a tribe and talking about the things that affect the daily lives of moms. You can expect real conversations about managing chaos, finding ways to take care of mind and body, and stepping outside your comfort zone on the way to living your best life. Hold on for a wild ride. Now, let's get started. Today, I am meeting a new friend, Miguel Torero. I have known his wife for over a year now, and she had told me about what he does uh, for a job, and I was very interested in it because I have never met anyone who does what Miguel does in this capacity. So, Miguel, thank you for joining us today. Welcome, Sarah. (laughs) So, I want you to please... Tell me a little bit about your background, what got you into doing what you're doing now, where you're at, and let's start there. Okay. I, uh, as I said, my name is Miguel Terrero. I was born in, uh, in Boca Chica. Um, it's kind of like a two hours from, from here. And I grew up in a house and like uh, I didn't live with, with, with my mother and my father to get together. My parents are Haitians. And uh, when I was growing up, I, I saw like a different plan between, uh, between them. And they're like, now, like, I didn't grow, like, as, as a normal kid, like, have the, his mom and his dad uh, close to close to him and, and teach him how to uh, figure out the, the thing. And when I would grow up, I had to figure out all the thing by myself. But my mother, she was a Christian. She, she received Christ when she was uh, 17 years old. But my father took the wrong side, like, to, to the, do, like, a voodoo things, like a witchcraft without, and, like... That's why my my father and my, my mother got like separate because uh, he was involved or, or in, in all in all that in all that uh, situation. But my mother was not like I'm a mature Christian. They go back and forth like living to, uh, together. My my father went from the, what, what what he was doing, but still I didn't have the, the person to say hey, you had to do this, you had to do this because I kind of like grow up like I kind of empty. And uh, my father, when he left again, he had uh, like other kids with other women. And my mother had other kids with other men too. I had like four stepbrothers, one from my mom's side and three from my father's side. And uh, I got the point that I lose my identity. I know like, who I was. My mother was the person that was working hard for me. I was in school. She was like cleaning like hotel, clean, uh, did have like, a job for cleaning houses. And other time she had uh, a job for cleaning <laughs> cleaning offices and I was just going to school and, and just going home and school and home later my mother got my, the, the opportunity to put me in a baseball league and now there I was I, I kind of like a fun well that like, like a fun thing that I can like uh, spend my time with and then later when I was kind of like 13 years or 14 years old my stepfather he was doing he, he was more worried about me than my father my father just like uh, when i was living with him uh, sometime he said like hey, you have to do this because you had to do it and i didn't get the point again got got opportunity to, to go to, to the party or went hang out with, with some people because he was like really strict but he was like the person that i never like share my my thought with him or like hey i i met that person or, or how they got that normal conversation with with him even even with my mother too even that she was a Christian, but she, she was still a baby. She was growing up, growing up in her faith. And her and I didn't have the right relationship because one of the things I, I had like angry place in my in my heart that every time that when she, she, her, her and I uh, were talking, I was kind of like, every time it was, it was a fight. 
and that that's why like sometimes she sent me well, live, uh, uh, to, to, to my, my, my dad's place and sometimes she would go back again and pick me up and you know, that thing was always kind of like me and her was as a fight and my young brother born I would see him like I wouldn't see him in the right place and like and with the right view because she was more like lovely with, with him and, and my stepfather was doing a lot of things that my father didn't do with me and as a kid if you were still and you know how that I did it in like in the right place you'd be like be believing all the life that, that that is going through your mind but when I was uh, 14, I was playing baseball. My stepfather is kind of like, even though that I now like have the like good relationship with my young brother, but my stepfather, he was more like interesting and uh, uh, like in helping, helping me out. And and he bring me to the one of like, we call like uh, academy baseball here, but it's not like a professional. It's just like uh, uh, when, when the kid that want to be like a better baseball player, they send it to that place. And, uh, and you practice hard like every day in that place. And he told me, hey, I know that you have played baseball, but uh, you have like good high for good sign, you know that. But if you want to be like, you want to practice baseball in a high level, I can bring it to uh, one of them that I know and, and, and it's close to, to my home. So he said, oh, sure. And he every day give me like the money to go to the baseball field, like buy me like gloves, uh, like a protein and a lot of vitamin too. And, uh, and he was kind of always give me like advice and he was the person that, that I got more close in my life mm-hmm. and also my mother sometimes like invite me to the church and sometimes I didn't like ah now <laughs> <laughs> and in my life became like baseball school in my home baseball school in my home and baseball became my identity and my goal even though that when I was 16 and a half I was going to the church there was a guy that he came to our neighborhood and he started like buying like a bunch of young people from, from, from my area. And like every Saturday they have like a uh, like bunch of uh, youth people when they do like a different like a Bible challenge. And they give uh, like a, a gift to the ones to be like more ahead of the others. And uh, one of my friends and I was going to the church because we saw two ladies. And so like and the, that, that lady went to the church and then they lived too close to our house. So like, well, man, they're going to the church. We go to the church too because you know, like, <laughs> and like, and those girls uh, wasn't a Christian, and my and my friend and I wasn't a Christian too. But one day the pastor asked, like, "Hey, you, you guys want to receive Christ?" And my friend and I like come in front and, and pray, and I and, and I receive Christ, but still, I didn't like grab the the concept of, of living for Christ. Because I was focused more in baseball, even though that my stepfather, uh, he was a Catholic, but Catholic over here, like uh, their the, the religion is mixed with a lot of like witchcraft from uh, from Haiti. Really? And, uh, like, yeah, man. And, and my, my stepfather, when well, he was every Sunday, he goes to, to the mass and, and every like uh, service uh, Sunday. But during the week, he was talking to me, hey, uh, I know the place that they can talk to you and help you like w- with the MB situation or the players or all the stuff. And I was like, ah, okay. Yeah, he and I went to the place that when the person had the Bible open, but they have like a lot of like a call like a saint and they have like a, a, a lot of candles, kind of all things that, that, that for, for witchcraft. And they do like a lot of concussion, all, all the things. And like, and and even though that I was like, like uh, I was a Christian, and that time I, I realized that all all, all the things are, are fake, 
But I was doing that because I want to place my stepfather because he was he was the one that was doing everything for me. And I don't want to like break our, our relationship with that thing, even though that I would call myself Christian, but I was doing like a lot of wrong things. But when I was like 17 years old, I have like like my I was using like a steroid too for be, became a better player. And I started like throwing like 87, 88, 89 that week because I was skinny, but the restaurant was helping me out. In that, you were a pitcher? Uh, yeah, I used to be a pitcher. But <laughs> all, all the things like work out in the way that I realized that God had better plan for me. But even though that, that I didn't know it, because uh, I'm a Christian, I was going to the church, above, uh, going to, to, to school, focusing like more in baseball with my idol. God was kind of like the last thing. Because I was like be like a call like myself Christian, but I never shared the gospel with my with my teammates, even with with my coach, because I I didn't have like the courage to talk about hey I'm a Christian you know like to to spread the gospel to them because I was living this kind of like a double life and I like in a in a period in front of the people uh, my coach and my teammate like good guy, but on the other side carrying like anger lying to God doing like a lot of sex sexual things. Uh, watching porn, do a lot of like things like uh, as a Christian that you're not supposed to do. But I, I was like, I kind of like, I was really like, yeah, immature too. And I and, and I was kind of baby in, in my faith, but even though that is not like excuse, <laughs> because now I realized that that I should have walked in a different way for sure. The example of Christ to other and the thing that I didn't do in, the, in that time. And uh, when I was 17, my baseball right career was doing good. I have like an injury in my elbow, in my elbow, because I was using a steroid and a steroid. <laughs> like, mm. like, you know, they, they give you something, but they take you something away like from, <laughs> from you. And I got hurt in my elbow and I started like throwing like uh, less than, than I supposed to like to throw at that time. And, uh, and get it, the point to that my, my problem, my elbow got me to in my, in my shorts too. Because I was trying to not hurt my my album anymore, and I tried to throw in, in a different way, and that way that was help her hurting my shoulder, and uh, and that thing I spent like almost like two years with that problem. My stepfather, my coach, took me my, my stepfather to, to send me to, to the capital to play baseball over there, and they're gonna help me uh, out with my elbow and, and everything. And I was there for two months. Uh, like every week I, I, I go back back and forth to, to, to my home. And my father would talk to my mother, say like, he's 19 now. So, but uh, if uh, he want to get signed, we need to like cut one one year, uh, one year out from, from him, like make a like, different paper with all, with, with all the name, all, all the thing. Like there's that, that, that process and I just focus in baseball. But one day when those papers came out, came out with like different name, came out with the last name of my stepfather. When I had those papers in my hand, I was thinking like, well, if I took all those papers, I will lose like 11 years for my school. And now like, it's kind of like a new person who never like started in school, never like, I, I didn't like even like, it's kind of like, who would be that person? And I was so scared when I get to the copper the week later, the coach asked me, hey, hey can you bring it out your paper? You're going to live here for a year. You will practice every morning with uh, like uh, with, with uh, uh, lifting weight and you're going to do like, you will have a, like a better routine, but you have to give uh, bring your, your paper 
because we want to sign a uh, we, we we want you to sign a, a contract and your mother and father sign a contract for for you to stay here. And that afternoon, I was kind of like going home and in the bus, and instead of going to my home, I go to the home of the coach and say like the coach in the capital asked me if I can bring him the paper, but. I'm not agree with that because I'm not that person that is in the paper. And uh, I'm afraid to go over there and show him that I was that person, even though that I was saying that I am that person. And after that, I didn't go to the capital. And my coach, uh, my coach was a woman. She was kind of like, a, she was uh, like 50 something, but she was, she was trained like a man. Like <laughs> she had like, like Terry, like kid from like 12 to 18. And she got like a, a lot of people got, gets, uh, get signed by their hand and a lot of scouts uh, respect her and she will have like a good reputation. But she, when she says like, run and you not run, you, you're going to pay like in a, in a hard way. <laughs> and she will have like a, a lot of respect and she understand like my situation. And when I like almost 20 years old, it's kind of what's going to happen with my life now. Now I, I didn't accept the paper, but I still like call myself Christian, but still like doing a lot of things wrong <laughs> and like not in the, in the right way. When I got 20 years old, I did, I decided not to play baseball. And my father uh, talked to me and said like, hey, if you want to, uh, I, I know that you can't get signed anymore because like uh, you have like permanent in, in your in your shoulder now. But if you like at least in, in, the, in the military and in, in the Air Force, you can play baseball over there and they can pay you scholarship and you can have like a profession there. So, well, uh, I'm gonna do that, and and I start like getting everything set up for that. But before that, I did my last try with the Diamondback Arizona, and that day was kind of like the day that God like uh, changed my point of view or everything. And that in that day, I got like the, the repenting because kind of in, in the in the trial was kind of good, and the bullpen was throwing like a lot of good pitch. But when I get to the mount and the field was kind of every every pitch was kind of like in the ground and the flight. I didn't find this home there. And that day I was that afternoon I was so mad, so angry that I came home like just kind of crying. I threw my cliff, my glove and sit outside kind of crying. And my mother said like, hey, well, what's wrong with you? I said nothing. And I, I, I didn't explain to her what, what was what was going on in my life because I didn't have a good relationship with uh, with her and I just like climb in the roof of the of my house and start crying. And that day, in in that moment, I I I began like recording all the things that I've been doing wrong. It's kind of like lying, using like like a god as a platform, like I call it a bunny feet. Um, yeah, it's kind of like oh god, like I, I was using you like to get in the point that I want. And I started recording everything uh, that day. And that afternoon, I got repenting. And I realized, and I, I was kind of like, there's a verse that comes to my mind. I said, like, my plan is not your plan. My way is not your way. Well, while I was crying, kind of talking to him, that verse comes to my mind. And, and I started realizing I was not doing the thing that I was supposed to do. It. And that afternoon, I said, God, hey, I give up all the things that I've been doing. I give my life to you. And I don't, I don't want to do the thing that I... That, that I'm doing, but I, I give you the control of my life. And a week later, my father is still talking about going to the Air Force for play baseball. And I, uh, I like got a point that that was more focused, more on God, uh, reading his, his word, attending to the church, uh, talking with my pastor about all the things that was happening in my life. But 
I, I met a person that he uh, he came from Pompano State with a, a, a mission teams. He came uh, with a group from Dallas, Texas, and he invited me with that team. They, they came for play baseball, but too for do mission teams. When I was there, like during the week, we went to uh, Abate. There is a lot of Haitian people there, and there's a, a lot of poor people, about four people living there. And they give like a bag of food to the house by house. And I said, I kind of like it, what they do, and I hope that one day I can do like what they're doing. And there was a guy that came with us with a group and said, like, I work for uh, some academy in the United States, but I just uh, record like a video and, and make like a some kind of like a, like practice for like how, how pitch and, and, and how to hit. And that guy, like a year later, he came. And every morning we, we were like a practice in the, in the beach running and, and talk about our life. He brought his wife, but he met a, a guy that worked for FCA. And he said, like, hey, I met a guy that he's a Christian and he has a Bible study every week. And he said, like, you want to attend to the Bible study? And say, of course. <laughs> it's what, like, what Christian do, you know, like, mm-hmm. spend time with, with others in the Word of God. And that day, I didn't know that I'm going to meet, like, the person that established FCA in the Dominican Republic. And uh, I met him and we went to the Bible study. And some of the kids, I knew some of them because some of them was living uh, in, in my area. And they got a uh, lot respectful for me. And one of the week, he invited me to the church. And uh, after the church, we uh, they, uh, uh, we had the, uh, in the church we have like service, normal song, and the word of God. And later we put place baseball because there was other guy that was and the person that uh, invited me to the church. He he was know uh, them and he was helping them with the uh, sport team. And after the service, we were playing like good. But there was two of my friends living in my room. There was kind of a fight for just something that isn't even necessarily important. And I talked to them and said, like, wait, we just got out of the church and, and uh, we are, like, playing just for fun. So, like, what are you guys, what, what are you guys doing, right? Like, uh, like right now, why you guys are doing that? And the person that worked for FCA saw that, that I was, like, kind of, like, like be, like, uh, the, the person that was, in, 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 like, in the middle of them, like, to avoid the fight. And uh, we went to, to the restaurant that afternoon later after the game, and he was talking to me and said, like, hey, I want to, like, you, like, be a part of, of, of FCA. It's like, FCA, what is FCA? It's kind of mm-hmm. like, it, like, it's, it's a, like a, a ministry that uh, work with, with coaching and athletes. It's kind of like, okay. There's a, like, or, or like, it's an American talk about like FCA. No, that never like met like FCA. Later, he, he started like inviting to his house. So here, were you living in the Dominican the whole time or where were you living during all of this? So I was living in, in Boca Chica. Okay, you were, okay. And, and that's in the Dominican Republic? Yeah, that's in the Dominican Republic. Okay. And then the FCA is the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, correct? Yes. Okay. Real good. I just want to make sure that I'm on track here. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, and and he started like like, uh, teaching me more like the theology uh, things. Because uh, uh, I didn't think, one of the things that that, that I mentioned, I I was attending to the church that was really legalism. It's more important about, uh, they're focused more about like the uh, appearance from the outside. You know, the, the, you have to do this and this and this and this and this, kind of more more to focus on in, in the, in the Moise, uh, the law, the Moises thing. And I was kind of like, I, I didn't uh, like share my, my testimony or the gospel with, with other people because I uh, no one teach me how, how to do it, even though that I was attending to the church and see like how they preach it. But 
I didn't have the that person that was sitting with me and teach me the word of God in the right way. And the guy from FCA, his name is Mike Shaheen. He started teaching me the, the word of God. And uh, he have a, like a friend called Craig McClure. He, he was doing a, 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 a seminary and he, and, and he would talk to him and, and he put me in a seminary to learn how to understand the word of God in a better way. And I spent like almost like a year in, in that. And, and, I, and during the seminary, I was kind of like, my eyes was kind of open. I was kind of like, there's a lot of things that I was missing because no one was teaching me. And the first time that I went to the baseball field was in 2012. But he asked me to, to share my, my testimony. And I didn't know like how to do it. And it's so, like, my testimony is so, like, yeah, you, you can start how, like, uh, what was your life before before Christ and how Christ changed your life and and who are you now? And I started sharing my testimony with a kid from from like five to 13 years old. And I was kind of like, my mind is kind of like, those kids not going to listen to what what I'm going to say. It's kind of like like, uh, rubbing my head because I didn't know how at that time how to share my testimony. But I started sharing that, uh, sharing with uh, my testimony with a kid. And the kid like was understanding that I got like, the connection with 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 him, like with with them, and they like I started to understand, and I was kind of oh, that was kind of like powerful because that that was my first time that I shared my testimony. I see that all the things that I've been going through, God is using for a purpose. Even though that that like that I was playing baseball, there's a, a a lot of kids that I'm playing baseball uh, in, in the DR because DR is is a world like of baseball. We have like Terry Academy here and well. Professional academy from Emily here in the DR, and every kid wanna be like one of those players for from the academy, and they play in baseball hard. And when when I started like working for FCA, I like the first place that that I went to share uh, the gospel was in the same baseball field that I was playing baseball. And I was kind of got like you, you are joking, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like, like it goes to me. It kind of like like a joke. Okay, now I'm not playing baseball, but uh, when I was playing baseball, I didn't share the gospel with, with those people. But now God sent me to those people to share the gospel with them. And even with my coach, even with 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 with, with, with some of the players that be, became a high gospel with, with them right now. It's kind of like that we like that week, it's kind of like it was kind of like a really like, scared because I was thinking like, well, okay, what like what are they gonna think? Because now like, oh now uh, like you are came. Oh, they say like that we have to accept Christ, that we have to, to repent for our sin. But why why you didn't say that before? Why 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 you didn't like like uh, living in that way before? That all all that was going in my mind. But when I was kind of like being a, a relationship with them and and, and, and teach the, the 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 word of God, it was kind of like that thought that I have in my mind was totally changed. And the way that when, when I was sharing the gospel with, even though like with, with, with some of the players and it, even though with some of the coaches that, that was working in, in that baseball field and, and they received Christ and they became a, a, a Christian because I was, I was there as an instrument of, of, of God, wow. like uh, preaching the, uh, his gospel. It's kind of like, well, <laughs> now I understand why I'm here now. I find like my identity in, in Christ, but God gave me a purpose to live for him and share his, his gospel. And five years later, I met my wife, Rose, and uh, we're like, it's kind of like in a totally different way. She's kind of like, I'm like a sport guy. She was like a girl that, that was working for a trafficking. I'm an incident that working for a trafficking for girls. 
that being like uh, abused and, and put at a place that, that they can like sell them as, as, as a prostitute. She was working in, in that place that was help those girls to become a better person, to mm-hmm. know the gospel of Christ, to help them to realize that there's opportunity in, like, uh, in God if they like come to them. And, and, and she was kind of living like in, in Punta Cana. It's kind of three hours from where I used to live. And like uh, my boss, uh, the, the guy worked for a fellowship Christian athlete. He said, like, hey, there's a, a, a people that, that, that will come to Boca Chica. They want to establish a ministry for, for the boys, for those boys that are in, in the street that, that they are asked for money. They, they, are, they are clean shoes. They are wipe that, those uh, windows of the life, life stuff on the, on the tree. And he asked me, those, those people, we need uh, help. And you are the guy that I trust, and I want you to help them. You, you, you still work for FCA, but I want you to have like a training to uh, help those boys. And, and he sent them to, to, to a place to Santiago. And I just kind of like went for four hours driving to Santiago, other side for the country, and rose from Punta Cana, go to other side for, for, for the content. We met there. And like we like we spoke week with, with a, a bunch of guys like we have like a long section of teaching about trafficking and how to help boys and girls with those trauma that they had when when they're on the street or when they get a, a, a sexual uh, abuse from from those people. And now it's kind of like whew, there's a lot to <laughs> take in this place. And after that week, like we like we met, like she went back to back to uh, uh, her ministry, but we, we got in contact to WhatsApp. We we were together. I invited her to my house with my mom. And before that, when I met Rose, and I I realized that if I, I'm, I'm saying like I'm living for Christ, I have to like to change a lot of things. I change a lot of things in my life. And one of the things that God has shown me that I had to change is my relationship with my mother. Oh. And I start talking with her about a lot of things that I never talked before about my life, about like how things were wrong and how I can be better situation. And, that, and through that situation, I have better relationship right now with my mother than before. She come like almost every week, come like now every every day. It's kind of like, <laughs> awesome. and like, and we talk and uh, like our relationship is better. I got like married with Rose like, a year later when we have like a, a year to like, get like both like we be, uh, the, the, after the day that we, be, we be, became a, a boy and girlfriend so we got engaged married we have like a son like he's 11 months his name is Malachi and uh her and I be, the plan was she is working for a, a ministry uh, uh, the trafficking but if I move to to Igwe to establish a, a FCA here uh so like we like uh we'll we will live in, in that place and she had the opportunity to work and, and the ministries too, and I and I have the opportunity to work in, in FCA with that. We're living close. We will do what God calls us to do. Mm-hmm. But what we didn't that she would got that the ministry that uh, that she will uh, were working have like some uh, they like some like problem in, in in the leadership. They got like totally like separate, and and they go they went to Santo Domingo to to uh, establish what other guy and uh, that used to be the, the boss of the Rose. I established uh, other ministry too, but uh, my boss offering a, a job or was to be like an, an FCN administration here uh, and here in the DR, and she accepted because we, we realized if we work to together, our marriage would be like better mm-hmm. because it's kind of like work. Uh, if she didn't accept that job, she will do like her thing and I would do my thing, and, and we didn't have like time like uh, 
together in the first year. We said we decided to work together and see like when uh, where God will took us. And <laughs> after like uh, after like uh, years of working, my boss moved to, to the state, and, and uh, there was our boss there that he was living for almost two years. He moved to the state too, and we like my wife, uh, I and and uh, and two more guys was like in charge of CA Dominican Republic uh, with twelve guys that that was uh, uh, that. They were uh, each day sharing the gospel in every field and doing the discipleship with the coaching and athlete. And my wife and I was in charge of the mission team too. We were like doing that for until uh, uh, we, we're still doing that. But uh, this year they got a promote. I got a promote to, to be like uh, the FCA director in the Dominican Republic. That's a long story, but that's why I I, I got the opportunity to be a. Uh, the FCA like director now. So you are the director of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. So what what is the most rewarding job of that with working with those kids? The most rewarding is to see that like those kids uh, that are playing baseball, they are seeking like the way to get out of, of the property, get out the all, all the, the issues that, that they have in the family. Because most of the kids, I was in the same situation that I was. Like some some of the kids live with the mother, with the mother, some of the kids with their father, and some of the kids did, didn't have even their mother or their father living well with them. They just live with, with with the grandma or one part of the family, or living like old brother or his old sister. And and to me to to see those kids became a Christian, find their identity on Christ, and start realize that they have like a better father. That to to realize that God that who saved them and and what and care for for them given like a new identity in, in a better life. And, and to see that those kids now, they, they are playing baseball, not for seek their identity, like I like that, that, I, that I was seeking now, because they, they want to glorify God through through their life. And uh, those kids that every day that you, you will see like 200, or 300 kids uh, just in one baseball field, and you see like, they like, you see the, the, some of the coaches, just see them as a, as a like as a money machine. It's kind of, the coaches is uh, see the, those coaches that are not a Christian. Those see those kids as a way to to get more money. Even right. even though that they now like the players, but as some of the kids quick school just for play baseball. And the coach have more influence than their father because some of the fathers when they cannot control their kid, they talk with the coach. Oh. And the and the coach talked to their kid because they they realize if I didn't, if if I they can't be on the field they don't have any place to go sure. because their hope and identity is in baseball they wanna like they become a professional player to get signed and, and to play in a major league that is the dream to every kid here in the DR but the most rewarding is when those kids came to Christ. And those coaches came to Christ too, and they tried to guide those players to in a in a better way. That that always make me like really like my heart is kind of rejoiceful. That's why like every every day that that, that I wake, it's kind of like a race to go to the field because I know that God will do something in one of the kids in one of those fields every day. That's awesome. So there has to be a small percentage of kids who actually make it to the major leagues from the DR, correct? And so yeah. those other kids that are staying there and are living normal lives, are you seeing them living better lives because they have found Christ? Yeah, those kids that found Christ, they live in, in, in a better way because they, they realize that baseball is on everything. 
Sure. But for those not like uh, like get signed, they like quit the, the school. They don't have like the education to get a better job. They, they don't have like the, the degree of the university. Just they be, became like a, we call like a motorconcho here. It's kind of like a, a, a taxi with a, like, like a, with a motorbike. Uh, they, they, they like uh, send like a, a daycare people like from, from everywhere. Mm-hmm. And this, some of the, the men work from, from the hotel too, but they're not like, uh, they, they don't have like a, the, the right education. They became like a, a waitress or they, they, they start cleaning floor. But when they got like in the point that they can't work anymore, they, they just like give up because nobody told them like a baseball, baseball is, is not, it's, it's not at all. They they put it all all the life. They quit school. They not like worry about uh, go to the university. Even though that some of the players that get professional, they when when they got like their bonus because they don't have the right education to to administrate that, and, and, and they don't realize that that bonus that MLB uh, is given to them is for helping them when I get to the state, they just like start like buying like a car, put a lot of music there and start drinking and start like having like, like a, a, a bunch of girls there. And like you see the, the, the life and go in a mess. And when they lost all the money, they didn't know like what to do. And, and, and they came up a drug addict. They, 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 scan, they do like the, the life became like worse because it's kind of like a kid from 17, 16 years old, and not, they don't have identity, that they don't have a family in their life, and they got like a million dollars in their pocket. It's kind of like give like a, a, a gun, a baby, you know, like yeah. he, he gonna kill someone or he gonna kill himself. And during the past year, we had like almost like like 10 or more accidents, car or baseball players. Kid, wow. 18 years old, 19 years old, just like some of them, like with three or two more players in their car, got died. And even though like a, a, a professional player from MLB, Dominican Republic, like they died to la- last year for, you know, like they were drunk and they was and they were driving and they and they lose the, their life because they put their identity in just in alcohol and money. They they didn't find Christ. Because they were focused more in those material things. And, and that is the life that the most all the kids here. That's why like we, we have a phrase that the coach can impact uh, have more influence than a, a normal person because the coaches with, with different kids every day and they have like the they they have the kid, they have the parent, and they have the influence of the people around. And that if uh, the coach came to Christ, that coach can can change life the gospel of those players you do not coach though correct no i'm not coach you work with the coaches and the athletes okay so obviously you're doing good things in the dominican republic what could a person do if they wanted to help contribute to your cause what could a person do they can like one one other thing that i that i love to say to like there's like a three-way like Pray, give, and go. You can help with prayers, or you can help with support and ministry too, or you can come and help uh, and come to visit us and see what we're doing and be a part of what we're doing over here in the VR and have the, the experience. Talk with it, uh, share your testimony, share your life with kids and coaches over here in the VR and have the experience and see like how's the life of the people. 
because one of the things I, I've been like seeing a lot of like admission teams come to the DR to impact the life of the coaches and athletes. And they do that. Mm-hmm. But the 95% of the mission team got the impact by the coaches or by the players in the way that they share their testimony in the way that they live. And even though they don't have the same stuff that people in a state have, and they don't understand like how the people like can be like, can, can have the joy, how they can smile, how they, they, they can be happy just like in the way that like that they don't have a bigger house, they don't have a car, they don't have like things, but they like find like hope and enjoy in, in a lot of mission teams. When, when they have like a debrief, they start crying and mm-hmm. they like, and it's not like they're like impact in the point of view of all the things being transformed because they had their, 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 their experience here. Well, I think I need to put that on my bucket list then because it sounds like it's pretty life-changing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. I Well, I think it sounds like probably uh, you had a divine intervention when you decided not to hand in those fake papers, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just like take like the right way because I didn't know like now because for, for that situation, we can see, well, probably you get signed, but you'll be like, under the umbrella, like that somebody's watching you that because you know that you're not a person that you say you are. It's kind of like, right. and and living with that is to me was kind of like, no, thank you. <laughs> I just tried to lose all things to be right in the right place in front of God because all things is material. Well, Miguel, I think you're doing amazing things and I think that's great. And I hope that people will check out the website and see how they can help from afar and, um, maybe even hop on a mission down there to see and help you where you're at. So thank you so much for being a guest today. And I hope we can talk again. Yeah, well, me too. That was a pleasure to talk and be able to meet you too. Wonderful. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Fast Lane with Sarah Jane podcast. If you like what you hear, share the podcast and hit the subscribe button so you get updates on all new episodes. And we truly love feedback, so ratings and reviews are appreciated.